Hello and welcome to Too Fast, Too Forever. There's all kinds of family. We chose this one. This is episode 294, the Fast 10 preview and hype episode. I'm Joey Lewandowski. I'm Joe Too. And this episode's brought to you by Diesel House. Innovation Durkan Makus. Diesel House is open in Copenhagen on Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays from 10 to 15 hours. Thank you and shout out to dieselhouse.dk. Well, shout out to Diesel House and welcome to Too Fast, Too Forever, Joe. As this episode hits the main feed, we are two days away from Fast 10 in theaters on Thursday night. Oh, yeah. Can you feel the excitement? Can you smell what The Rock is cooking? I definitely Somewhere, can. No, nowhere near the production of this film? I, I don't think that he's anywhere near it. I think you're mm. right. And yes, I can smell what The Rock is cooking. We are going to be talking all things Fast 10 tonight. Uh, you know, we've been talking about Fast 10 for, for months, if not years now, but this is our, you know, making guesses, see what we know, see what we don't know, see what we're going to guess right, guess wrong, whatever, and we will be back. Our next real episode will be our spoiler-free review and then our spoiler-filled review, both coming out in a couple Ooh. of days. But before we get there, Joe... We were we were sold a bill of goods by patron Brian Rodriguez. He was like, bros, Top Chef event, end all Top Chef events. Yes. Yeah, he did sell this hard. Because I was, I, was I was even like, it's probably themed. He's like, no, man, I think they're taking it seriously. So there was an episode of Top Chef. I think we talked on the recent episode. Um, what was the name of the episode? Do you have the name in front? Street Food Fight. Street yes, Food Fight. That's what it was. Yes, I didn't have it in front of me, but you're right. Yep. And I looked on IMDb. And I'm like, oh, Joe. Vin Diesel's in this, and Jordana Brewster's in this, and Ludacris is in this, and somebody else is in that too. I'm just like, holy shit! Like this, they might be doing it real. They might, they might be doing it right. Like they might be really promoting here, you know, an NBC property, Top Chef. And I watch a lot of these like shitty reality TV shows, and like the Lego Masters one, like the people show up for that. You know what I mean? Like they'll mm-hmm. have like uh, Terry Crews come in for an episode or something like that. So like I'm expecting, like you know, maybe they even swung by. It doesn't. It wouldn't be out of the realm of possibility for that to happen. So I fire up the old Peacock app and I put it on and first 15 minutes go by. Not a single mention of Fast and Furious. Not one. Not one. You know, they're doing the because I don't watch Top Chef. I watch MasterChef. So I know how they I know how these types of shows work. I don't know how Top Chef Top Chef specifically works. Yeah. But I'm like, okay, they're doing like a a warm up. And then there's going to be the Elimination Challenge. That's what they're going to bring in the heavy hitters. They're going to have them in the judge. That's what I thought, too. Yeah, they're going to come in to judge. And I was getting later in the episode, later in the episode, and I'm just like... They didn't show up yet. Huh. Also... I said to you, as I was watching, I was kind of like live narrating. I'm just like, I hope they don't just like wheel out a TV. And guess what they do? (laughs) They robot a TV out. And say, let us wa- make you watch the trailer for Fast and Furious. Mm-hmm. And then one Jamaican lady got really excited about Fast and the Furious. Mm-hmm. And everybody else was like, I guess that's cool. And the rest of the show, they use the font. And that was about it. They use foods from the cities that movies take place in. Yeah. And that was about it. That was about it. It was a cooking show. It was a cooking show. So... If you have not watched it yet, you don't have to watch. I mean, it's, you know, it's a normal cooking episode. Like, if you like cooking reality shows, reality competition, like, it's it's a fine one of those. It was actually, uh, that was a cool, they did, like, the second part of the challenge was 
who could prep the fastest, which I thought was cool. Like I've I haven't seen that before. Apparently they were like saying that like this is like a common thing on Top Chef. Or like at least they've done it before this situation where it's like who can prep these things the fastest. And I was like, "Oh, that's pretty interesting. I haven't seen that on a different cooking show." You know, fine episode, interesting, but not for Fast and Furious. So, no shout out to Brian Rodriguez, but specific shout outs to Cassie Wilson, Ben Milliman, Nick Burris, Alex Allen, and Justin Kleiman, Brian Rod. Oop, nope, never mind. Not him. Scratch that. Not him. Wes Hampton, Jerry Robinson, Dan the Duke, Hayden Renato, D. Donato, Michael McGann, Lane Middleton, Lindsay Lewandowski, Nate Milton of the Kings of Sport, Ooh. Jason Rainey, Tom Price, Mike Gallier, Josh Buckley of Whole Lot of Wolves, Michael Moser, and Jessica Collins, a.k.a. Montez. Montez. Thank you so much for supporting us the $5 a month level or above. You are you are the mise en place in this they are. thing we call life. And I couldn't dice you guys up in a competition. Truly. There's another piece of news <laughs> we need to get to. Well, actually, we have we have real news that we'll, we'll talk. I, I fast oh, news. Oh, we'll I have news. Fast 10 news. I, I saw one today by accident. I think it's. I, I, we haven't talked about it, but I'm guessing it's the same news because there Probably. was one bit of news that was all over the internet today. I think so. But before we get to Fast 10 news, there is Too Fast, Too Forever news. We are officially opening quitting. the voting. Quitting. We're officially the quitting. Po- the podcast forever. Remember right like before the movie ago, we were, we're just like, we're not, we, you know, we have no idea when we're going to stop. Like, they, you hope they keep making movies. Well, guess what? We're stopping now. Now. Before right now. Comes out. Yeah. Can you imagine how, like, not that we're going to, like, get rich off this, but, like, this is, like, when, like, people are actually going to search out, like, people are going to care about the Fast and Furious. Yeah. And by not get rich, I mean, like, not make any more money off this at all. Like, not yes. even a dollar more. But, like, people will search because people are going to care for these couple, like, the, the casuals, the filthy, filthy casuals. Yep. Are going to search. And we're like, nah, I think we're good. That's it. It's a good time to stop right before a new movie comes out. Thank- Don't think we're going to watch the new movie. No. Nope. Just, you know. Done. Done. Over it. It's it's We're out. Anyway, what the real news is, is the voting for the Fast and Furious Too Fast Too Forever Hall of Fame is once again open. If you go to cageclub.me slash vote, you can vote now. I already voted. I did mine today. So big change from last year. We have dropped the movies entirely off the ballot. Yep. We used to have five categories, five nominations per category. You could vote on 10 different things. You can still vote on 10 different things, but now there's only four categories, five nominations per category. So hopefully things will get in because last year, nothing, nothing got it. Yeah, it was a dead year, man. Vin slash Dom and Paul slash Brian got it in year one. Sung Kang slash Han got it in year two and nothing in year three. So. So here are the nominations. We can alternate categories. I'll just read the actors' characters. You can do the cars. I'll do the memes and jokes. You can do the stunts. Okay. You can go to cageflow.me slash vote just to take a look. But if you're maybe you're driving right now, you want to you know think about it, you want to mull it over. Here are the nominees. Remember, you can vote for up to ten. You don't have to vote for ten, but you can vote for up to ten of these. We've got Chris Ludacris Bridges, aka Tej Parker, Dwayne Johnson, aka Lucas, Luke Rebecca Hobbs, Jordana Brewster, aka Mia Toretto. Michelle Rodriguez, a.k.a. Leticia Letty Ortiz, and Tyrese Gibson, a.k.a. Roman Pierce. Yes, and then for the cars, we have, um, like, these are all from before, except one new one, I think. Uh, Brian's Mitsubishi Eclipse from The Fast and the Furious. New Edition, 
Brian's Nissan Skyline R34 from Too mm-hmm. Fast. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brian's Supra from The Fast and the Furious. Dom's Charger from The Fast and the Furious. Han's RX-7 from Tokyo Drift. That's a good yeah. lineup. I like the it car a good lineup. lineup. I think I even, spoiler, I think I even voted for cars this year because I'm just like, oh, I got 10 shit. votes. I got to vote for cars. Yeah, because the team's Honda Civics were on the ballot last year. Yes. Did not make the cut. Only 5.9% of people voted for that, so they're gone. They're yep. gone. Yep. Done. The memes are jokes. Boy, do a podcast for you. Food all over the place. No knees, Denise. The Fast and Furious writers listen to Too Fast to Forever and Tokyo Drift. Today is the seventh. Who's wrong? To be honest, this is my favorite category. Like when I vote, I vote for all of these. Not to sway anybody, but that's I vote for a lot of those. There was there was at least one in here that I was in the past, not like against, but I was just like, I'm never gonna vote for this thing. And there's one in here, at least one in here, that I voted for them just like it hits different this year. I will. I won't go further. I will. I will leave it at that. I will let your imagination decide what I mean by that. But just put it out there. And then, Joe, what are our stunts and scenes? The final category. Ooh, uh, Brian and Dom jumping across the train tracks from the first one, dragging a safe through Rio from five, jumping a supercar across three buildings. Sorry, honor. Three buildings from Furious Seven. Uh, just the world's longest runway from Furious 6, and the tuner scramble from Too Fast, Too Furious, which, I'm gonna say this, behind the scenes, Joey and I kind of talked about it, I'm so disappointed <laughs> in doing this for the minute that I purposely did it, I saw that and was like, ugh. And I'm like, pretty sure I voted for it in the past, I'm just like, nope, not anymore. I, I have a, uh, I have a vendetta against the tuner scramble now. But if you're out there and you love the tuner scramble, you can vote for it. Yeah, no one likes the tuner scramble. Scramble. That sounds like oh, dude. If we had a fast like a breakfast, yes, a scramble. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, a tuner scramble. Yep. Does it have tuna in it? No, because no one likes the tuna. No, it's a tuna scr- tuner scramble without tuna. So anyway, cageclub.me/vote. You can vote more than once if you want. I don't think people normally do, so you don't you don't have to go crazy. But we will announce it. On a very special day, our very first ever coined by the Idea Reaction Rocket, coined by Jason Rainey. Yes. Our Fastivus special. Yes. We are going to, on June 22nd, on both the main feed and the Patreon feed, we're going to have a Fastivus special, the Hall of Fame results, just a bonus episode. Might be 10 minutes long, might be 20 minutes long, who might knows? Might be zero minutes long. There might be nothing getting in again. Yeah, we'll say there are no entries, nothing dropped off the ballot. Happy Fastivus. We're out. Bye. Well, the podcast is canceled anyway, so it doesn't, we don't even need to record that. But you have about a month or so, maybe a little bit more to vote on these things. If you want to go vote, cageclub.me slash vote, please. And thank you. We'll see what, see what goes on. But Joe, that's, that's enough dilly dallying. Let us talk about Fast 10. Let's get hyped. Let's get excited Ooh. even more so than we already are. What was the news you saw today? I'm assuming it's the same thing I saw. Uh, so I stumbled upon this, and I'm not going to really say why, but I saw an article that says there is a special cameo Uh huh. in the well, movie. Well, the person who does the cameo was posting about their cameo in the movie. I didn't see it from that. I, I got it around in a weird way, and mm-hmm. I saw, like, a headline for, like, one of these movie sites that you crawl for Google updates yep. or whatever. It was, like, one of those... And it was like the first article of today front page was like Paul Walker's daughter Meadow cameo Fast and the Furious. Did you see the picture? 
I saw a picture of her. I don't think it's a picture from the movie. It might have been in... I didn't even open the article because I was like, that already spoiled enough for me. And I was tiptoeing around it in case there was a chance that you didn't see it and I could save you from yourself. Well, here's the thing. I had no idea what she looked like. Meta? Yeah. I mean, you could take a guess. Like, I didn't know what she looks like, but if I had a drawer in my head, it would probably be that. I mean, yes. But I'm just saying, like, if... if this woman pops up in the movie and be like, oh, okay, like, is that, is that somebody? Like, I don't, I don't know. I get what you're saying, though. You're not gonna, you're not gonna recognize her enough that if we weren't told, we wouldn't have recognized her in the movie till afterwards. I get that. Correct. Yes. Yes. It looks like, and this might be a minor spoiler, I don't know, probably not. It looks like she's on a plane, so they're gonna oh, I didn't see that. somewhere. I didn't see that. I just saw her, like, I think it was probably, like, at a premiere or something. It was, like, a picture of her in front of one of these screens. You know, like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. fast X behind her type situation, like, just, like, the moniker. Yeah, I saw what I think is her a screenshot of her cameo. Maybe she posted on Instagram or something. I don't have context for it. I don't know, you know, where she is, why she is, any of that kind of stuff. But exciting. Exciting stuff. I think it's going to be really cool. But we also... But also, I'm a... I'm a bit skeptical just because, again, I was still rubbed the wrong way after the Paul Walker documentary that his family was so persistent about bringing him back to the Fast and the Furious. I don't know if that's an extension of this. I would imagine his daughter wouldn't do anything to, like, harm her father's legacy type situation. So it's actually probably better that she's there to... To well, just... I think like Vin Diesel like officiated her wedding or like yes, walked her down buds. the aisle or no, yes. well, I think walked her down the aisle. So I think yes. like it's just like it's she's literally family. Like these movies are all about family. I agree with that. Yeah, she's not like the star of these movies. You know what I mean? I think she's going to be like on a plane or something. No, but I, I'm also hoping that they're not like you know pretend like Paul Walker is here and like make her do like a shot with a CGI Paul Walker or something. That's that was my worries. Oh. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that would be tacky. That's what that's what I thought, too. So I was like, I think with her being there and Vin actually liking him that she could kind of be like, yeah, let's not do that part. You know, like I can be right. like an extra character and just like be in the movie. Yeah, I hope they don't do that. I, it feels like they I'm giving them a lot of benefit here, not knowing what's going to happen in this movie, because we're getting closer to a reality where Paul comes back, like Brian comes back. It feels like they are restrained and sort of tasteful when they could go kind of crazy. Like, so far, they have not gone crazy. They've gone out of their way to keep Brian off screen. Yeah, they did. You're right. Yeah. Because they could have they could have pushed this and brought him back quicker. Yeah. All right. So that's one thing. The other thing, um, I think Jason sent to us on Twitter. I know that Alex sent to me on Instagram. I think maybe somebody else sent us. AMC is selling a $49.99 Dom's Charger popcorn container. Yes. With a collectible popcorn vessel. It seems it seems very inconvenient for popcorn. I really like the idea. And I think it's cool. And I will try to buy one on eBay afterwards. Because we're not seeing this at an AMC, right? No, we are. Oh, then fuck it. Then I might get one on that night. Why yeah. not? Send it. Okay, if they have them, I'm buying one, guys. Announcing it here. I need you to brace yourself for how shitty this is going to be. Oh, I can imagine. I think that, and I think it's going to be a very inconvenient way to eat and share popcorn. It includes large popcorn, 
So, but it's like I mean, wide. Popcorn's like a big, big bucket, right? You know, so like it's probably like Tonka truck size, if I had to guess, right? Limited time only while supplies last. Fast Ten popcorn vessel includes traditional large popcorn only. Gourmet flavors are excluded. AMC stubs upgrades do not apply. 2003 AMC 2003. What are gourmet Universal flavors? Studios. Do you know? I would imagine you could probably season with like sea salt or something. I don't know. I don't go to AMC anymore, thankfully, mercifully. No, but like you don't remember it from your time there? No, I also like I never really buy snacks at because it's like because the, the amount of movies I would go to if I bought snacks at every movie I went to, I would be like. I understand, I but you weren't broke. like you didn't even see like new like ranch seasoned popcorn, like a sign for no, it or I something. I don't remember. I don't remember. I also haven't. I literally have not been to an AMC in maybe like a year like this is gonna break a real cherry can i can i tell a cool story like random ass side story one of my favorite things when i was in japan we went to uh tokyo disney and one of the coolest things that they had was different tokyo drifts knee yes (laughs) yeah exactly um one of the coolest things they had was individual popcorn stands around the park and they were all different flavors yeah, so they would have, like, but, like, each stand in different parts of the park would be, like, its own flavor. So, like, you could walk around and essentially eat, like, eight different flavors of popcorn if you wanted. And we were, like, with a group, so everyone that we would go to, we'd be, like, we'll just buy a bag of this, or, like, a bucket, whatever, of sure. this popcorn and just try it. And I don't remember what any of the flavors were, <laughs> but they were good, and I remember enjoying them, and they were weird, but, like, I don't remember what they were. Um, there's also one other thing I have of news, Fast 10 News. I don't remember if we shared. I might have retweeted it, but neither of us watched it on Entertainment Week because Entertainment Weekly seems like to be the main official outlet that like they go to for like actual legitimate like push press like I think significant so. whatever. Yeah, I think that was last time too. I think for Fast not like Fast Nine, they they it was Entertainment Weekly was like mm-hmm. what they were on. Yeah, that makes sense. like all these other ones like just like will gobble up any kind of tips or you know, sightings yes. or whatever, but yeah. like Entertainment Weekly seems to be the one that Universal has the tie with. Maybe there's a chance that Universal owns you know, Comcast owns Entertainment Weekly. Yeah, Probably. But they explain, and I think they break down, and we avoided, because we saw in, I think, the second trailer, maybe, that they literally reenact the scene between Han and Deckard from the credits in 9 is just part of 10. And they're like, here's how it happens. And we're like, don't want to know. Thanks, but don't want to know yet. So that's out there if you want to learn even more about this movie. I'm sure some of our more diehard, you know, news gobbler uppers maybe have already read it. But if you want to know why, how that came about, where it goes from there, there's a little bit of more of an explainer on Entertainment Weekly. But you and I are both like, don't think we want to know. No, I'll wait for the movie, dude. We got got like a week left. We're so fucking close. close. Yeah, two days now, according to the recording. That's all the news that I have, I think. I don't think I have any sent in emails in terms of, like, last-minute stuff, I hope. Oh, okay, so let's see. So next Thursday... Yes. We're seeing the movie at night. No, thanks. Next Friday... You're not going to go? No, I'm just kidding. Of course I'm going to go. And I'm buying my fucking Dom popcorn bucket, too. I told you this. It's true. Um, I mean, and by next Thursday, I mean this Thursday, the 18th. Yes. You and I are seeing the movie with yes. our family in tow. Friday, the 19th, we are scheduled to record at 5 p.m. Okay. So if you want to have an email in about your thoughts about Fast 10, try to get it in by like 6 o'clock Eastern on Friday, the 19th. I would assume most people will probably see it that Thursday. If you're going to see it... So here's the thing. We're going to record 
our plan right now, which I don't even know if you fully know, Joe. What? Tell me. But basically for the next like five or six weeks, we are going to do two main feed episodes a week. We're going to do a normal episode on Tuesday and a bonus episode about Fast 10 on Friday. Okay. So we're going to do an episode with Mike Manzi, with Miko Kevo, with Heather Antos, with Montez. If Kara can see the movie, I think Kara is more, you know, watching at home than watching in theaters. If Kara finds a way to watch the movie, we will, by all means, fit her in there, Agreed. too. Agreed, yeah. But if you don't get the episode, if you don't get your email in by, like, 6 o'clock on this Friday the 19th, don't worry about it. We'll just read it on the next one. We'll read it with Mike. We'll read it with Nico Kevin. When you get, whenever you get it in, whenever you have more thoughts, we'll read it on that episode. But if you want to be on that initial, like, holy shit, we have so many things to talk about. Let's talk about it all right now. Yes. Six o'clock on Friday, because the goal, my goal, is after you and I record this, to edit it immediately and put it out that night. Yeah, it'll be out, like, Friday night, like, as most people are seeing the movie. Correct. Yes. So, you know, I'm assuming, I mean, we haven't talked to any of you, but, like, you know, our whole, the the people that we are, that we've talked to on this show, that you've heard talk to us about these movies, a lot of them are seeing with us on Thursday night, I would assume most of you are seeing on Thursday night. But if you're seeing it on a Friday night, date night, family night, whatever, you know, just email in when you whenever, and we'll read on the next episode. Yeah, not so. a huge deal, and um, save the episode. But this is the same layout that we did last time, so it's it shouldn't be yeah. anything new or surprising. So, um, and it worked out really well. And also the trade, like the you guys come through in the clutch. Like we love the emails, but you guys came through in the clutch for F9 and also for the first trailer 100%, reaction. Percent. Yep. When you and I were recording, we stopped, I edited, we got like four more emails, we're like, all right, got to record more. So we, I guess we could do that again in theory, but, you know, we'll see. Yeah. All right, Joe. Fast 10, directed by Louis Leterrier. Okay. I was smart when we did F9, because I wrote down the questions. Okay, cool, 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 cool. These are not in any order other than the order I wrote them down, but the first question, who gets the fuck? Who do you think in Fast 10? I have an answer I've thought of. I have, an, I have a wish. Yeah, it what's might, your wish? It might not be the answer, but I'm hoping that Dame Helen Mirren gets the fuck in this movie. She's fucking thirsty. She got the fucking eight. Yeah, I hope she gets it again. She deserves it. There was... So did you see the Fast 10 sponsor content where it was Bronny James, like LeBron's kid, and it was like a Fast and Furious commercial with Bronny James? No, absolutely not. By the way, they fumbled that so fucking... Did you hear about this? No, what happened? He committed to USC, and everybody's like, Ohio State's had their whole fucking life to recruit Bronny James, and they fuck it up, and he goes to USC, like... That's so... I mean, I get it. Obviously, I'd want to be at USC, too. Like, the boosters have way more money, but... Like also, you get to live in, in Los Angeles. As opposed to, no, no offense to Alex and the rest of Ohio, but you get to but, live in LA instead of yeah, instead of yeah. you know Ohio. But come on, don't you think Ohio State just spent every fucking penny that they had uh-huh. to get LeBron James's son to come play for them for the year that he's going to play there before he gets uh-huh. drafted? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, sports yeah. sports rant of the day. We're over. So you think you hope it's going to be Helen? So oh, oh, so there was a trailer. There was not a trailer. It was a commercial. Where it's just like yeah, tell me about family. this because I didn't see it. Family is the most important thing, and it, it like Vane is never on screen with Bronny, but Bronny's just like in a driveway somewhere talking about like you know fate and like lineage and family and history and whatever, and just like go see Fast Ten in theaters. So then I saw just the headline of a video. It was Vin X Dame, and I was like. Or maybe it was Dom X Dame or something, and I'm just like, okay, they don't contact with Damian Lillard. 
Oh like, yeah, yeah. Good thought. Yeah. And I click on it, and or I didn't watch it, but like I clicked, I saw the vid- the picture, and it was him and Helen Mirren. I was just like, oh, Dame Helen Mirren. Okay, but I'm just like, like I get, the, I get, the, I get the the audio like Dom Dame, pretty similar, but just like. But All also, right. when you just did the Brawny James commercial, I yeah. see why your brain was like, basketball. And then you're like, yeah. why the fuck was Dame Lillard doing commercials for Fast X? I don't know. But yeah, so you think it's going to be her. I think, I think there's no way. I think if we were doing Vegas odds, maybe I'm wrong. But I think it's almost certainly going to be, in a very theatrical, musical way, it's going to be Momoa as Dante. That's a good call. That's a really safe bet. I think that you get you get minus odds on that i agree i have i have another thing that i want to talk about too that is kind of like not news it's it's negative news in the sense that it doesn't exist um solid you're really selling me on this there's a thing i want to talk about it's negative news it doesn't really exist no okay so so i was watching uh formula one last weekend and it was the miami grand prix and Vin and Michelle were there, and they oh, did right, promo yeah. for it. But I was watching the F1 app version, which is like the Sky Sports version, and they were not mm-hmm. on it. Just totally not there. So remember, Brian is messaging us, you're, you're not here. And Brian is messaging us like, oh my god, Vin's on. And like my friends are like, Vin is doing this thing. And like all this stuff. And like it just didn't exist on Sky Sports. So you're saying that like you, the UK does not care about these movies? At least they didn't care that Vin Diesel and Michelle Rodriguez were there. Like they saw, you saw Ludacris in the in the like passing. He's like next to Serena Williams while they're doing like the driver entries and stuff like this. But I wasn't watching the ESPN broadcast, which is like the American one. So they just didn't care. But also on that note, the F1 app is fucking sick, and you can get ca- like car views of the drivers. So like, mm-hmm. I'm definitely gonna watch this over the ESPN one if I have the choice. So I usually, you know, put. Char on one side, put Carlos on the other, have my headset on, Bluetooth, could get the comms going from the TV, and then I have it on the main. But yes, so uh, I missed it. But I know that they were there, and that is news. I just can't report on it because I didn't fucking see it. That's what I was trying to say. Okay, cool. Yeah. Negative news. I like it. Negative news. Absent news. Oh, these were questions from last time. How is Han back? How does Jacob enter? What does space mean? Rocket car? Magnet? So here's the question, I guess. What? Similar. How is Han back? How are we going to resolve? What do you think is that Entertainment Weekly thing that we did not watch, that we did not read, that people listening to this podcast might already know the answer to? How do you think that's going to resolve? Because we have justice is coming, blah, blah, blah. Justice doesn't happen. Now, Louis Leterrier is like, no, justice is actually going to happen in this movie. What's going to happen? Han knocks on the door. Decker lets him in, then what? I think that I already kind of worked this out before, but I think that it's ultimately just like Hans, I mean, sorry, the deck is like, Mr. Nobody told me to do this. He's in on it because he's the big bad. I was following his orders, like whatever, whatever. I thought you were dead now that you're not. And we know, fuck that guy. They team up and they're like, yeah, let's go get some revenge on Mr. Nobody. I'm, I'm, like, really sold on this. I, I can't see it resolve any other As Mr. Way. Nobody is the villain. Okay. Yes. I still think it makes sense to have Mr. Nobody as the villain, but now to have Brie Larson in there as his daughter, ostensibly on their team. It's a good anti-family story. I think it works better. All right. So then from there, at the end of nine, Dom gives Jacob a 10-second car. He drives off into the sunset. What brings Jacob back? Just the need for family help? 
Uh, yeah, I think they call him in, and because we see it, we've seen him in the trailer with baby Brian. That I think that this is like the we can't leave Brian to babysit again, and they're like we're gonna leave him with Jacob, the only man that we know that can keep him safe. And then they're like, and then Jacob shows up anyways with him type situation. Has John Cena done one of those children movies? Yeah, is that what I'm you're about sure to say? He has. Yeah. I don't know. Also, John Cena just got announced for Vacation Friends too. By the way, did you see that? I think I told I sent, you. About I sent that. you that. Yeah. Oh yeah, you sent me that because I was a big fan of Vacation Friends. So um, there's a second one in the works. The actual name for the movie, Vacation Friends, but also sounds like your title for a movie. That's like, yes, a like different thing altogether. Yeah, like like a beach, a weekend at the beach. Rachel, what's the name of that movie we watch? Is like Vacation Friends or something? Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> see, they know oh, yeah, it's called Malibu Honeymoon. <laughs> yes. 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 Hawaiian honeymoon. Um, no, but they knew their target audience. It's me. People that make up stupid names for movies that just describe what the movie is in two words. So he's been in Ferdinand as a voice. He was in Doolittle, maybe as a voice. I don't know. I don't think he's done... Like, he's done The Marine. Like, he's done his, like, The Rock crossover from, like, wrestler to actor, where it's basically he's playing a wrestler on screen in, like, a tough guy movie. Oh, he did Playing With Fire. That's right. What is that one? Firefighter. It's him, Keegan-Michael Key, John Leguizamo. Um, It came out right before the pandemic. There's a picture you can see of him covered in in soap suds. Yeah, this was his thing. Like, but what's interesting, like it was, it was when he was already established as actor John Cena. Like, it wasn't like a hey, let's figure out like where he fits. It's like no, we we know where he fits. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think I've ever seen this one. No, I don't think I don't. I don't think it was very successful. I don't think very many people saw it. Twenty six percent. Yuck! This guy hated it. Okay. How do we think Dante enters? Is Dante gonna pull a cipher from eight and be like, "Help! I'm just a I'm just a person on the side of the road who needs your help." Guess what? I know everything about you. No, he comes in hot. He's coming for that ass. Scene one. He he's coming like he's gonna have his own. I think we already like heard part of it. He's gonna have his own monologue. He's like, I've been waiting all my life to fuck these people up. And that's what I'm coming to do. I'm here to oh. kick ass and chew bubble gum, and I'm all out of bubble gum. Maybe it was in one of the little videos that we talked about last time. But there's that scene where Vin, or Dom, and Tess, Brie Larson, are yes. having the beers. They're having the Stella's, the Belgian ales, right? Yes, yes, yes. And there's a line where she says, where she's just like, know anybody who might hate you from in Rio or whatever? Like she, Like, she basically just like... Sets it up. Hey, you know this thing? Like, think anybody's like pissed at you? And he's just like... Reyes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like like that's like I'm not I'm not like imagining what he says. He's just like Reyes. Reyes. So yeah, I think it's like I think he's probably causing mayhem to attract attention or something, and yes. But I think we see him like lurking early. Like they're they're not wasting Jason Momoa time. They're not gonna start out with like thirty minutes of prelude before Jason Momoa shows up on screen, is what I'm saying. How do you think this movie opens? Like, where do we start? Because, like, we start a lot of these movies recently, like, on vacation. Like, things are good, and then things go bad. F9 starts with them. You know, we, we start in the flashback, but then the first modern-day thing we have is them at the farm. Where do we start? Are we we, we got to be, like, in a good place, probably, right? I really hope that it actually just starts on fucking Han and Jason Statham. Like, the, like an open from the credit scene. Ooh, I like that. That's cool. I think that would be like the best way to do this that 
we start there, and then, like, yes, then we see that they're, like, okay, bruvs, you know, and, like, shake hands, and then they, like, go to the barbecue or, like, whatever thing that they're having, and then it starts to be, like, you know, somebody's fucking shit up in Rome, and then you have to go find him. I think that first barbecue, I think that barbecue that we saw is, like, this is the last happy moment we have before our lives change type situation. Oh, so they can never be happy again until... Yes. Or never. I mean, well, I think that's what they're going to sell you, but they're going to be happy by the end of the movie, essentially. Or at the end of Eleven. No, yeah, I don't think they're going to be happy. I think think this movie is going to end very down. You think? Mm -hmm. That's a weird prediction. I... (sighs) They've never done that before. What mo- none of them have ended on like a down note. It always ends with a barbecue well, and handshakes. Well, four ends with Dom going to prison for life and then about to get busted out. But right? but it like ends. But opens. it ends. It doesn't end like on a down. It's like oh, he's going to prison for life, and then it's like and you hear the cars, and you're like, okay, he's not going to prison for life. He's getting the fuck out of here immediately. I mean, one ends like Point Break ends, where it's just like, well, my career as a cop is over, and you got to go away forever. Um, yeah, but that's not like part not really of, a happy end. It's not a happy end. No, but that's not like part of the plan either. They, they didn't think they were making nine more of these at that point. Two ends happy, three ends with Dom. In Very the, happy. Because you're like, oh, shit, these movies are going to be good again. Yes. Just no, no. I mean, we like. Love, we, love, we stand Tokyo Drift. I love uh, Tokyo four Drift. Four ends, five ends happy, six ends. I mean, aside from the fact that. Han dies again in six. Giselle dies again in six. Or not again, but, you know, for the first time, whatever. But six ends with them at the barbecue. Seven ends with Paul drifting off into the sunset, where it's sad in real life. Yes, but also, like, kind of a happy ending. Happy in the movie. Yeah. Eight ends at a barbecue. Nine ends at a barbecue. Yep. On the rooftop. Brian's showing up. Oh, no, no. Hobbs at home. Shaw at home. Doesn't, at home. Yeah. Yeah. Hobbs and Shaw doesn't really end. They just, like, zoom out as they're talking about Mini-Me. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you're my sidekick. I don't think that the, I don't think it's going to end bad. Like, it can't end on a sad note, on a downer. If they're doing the MCU thing, Infinity War, spoilers for Infinity War, <laughs> ends with Thanos killing half the universe. By the way, if any of these memes get in, uh, spoilers for Infinity War should be the next addition <laughs> to, to, <laughs> to the Fast and Furious Hall of Fame. I think we've rode it into the sunset long enough that, like, it needs to, because you say it every time. Okay. All right, Joe, what is the number one thing you are hoping for, and what is the number one thing that would make you groan if we saw it? Okay, I'm going to give you a two-parter, because I I knew this question was coming, and I thought about it before we recorded. Okay. It's two ends of the same sword. One, I hope that Jason Momoa's character isn't corny. Like I hope that okay. it's actually a fun, good villain. He seems like he's having fun. I think he, I think it will. I think be. it I'm will not, be. I'm too. not super worried, but I, I that would be bad if that was not good. I agree. Yeah. So it, if it, if this goes really south and is like really fucking corny, I think it will be a severe letdown and probably yeah. spoil the movie for me. But I don't think that that's that great of a possibility. But I think that that would have been like my biggest groan. Do you have something else? Mm-hmm. Well, I think <laughs> what. Our answer for nine was, please, oh, please, whatever happens, don't let don't Jason let Jacob, yeah, Jacob be part of the family by the end of the movie. And it's like, don't worry. It's not by the end of the movie. It's like two thirds of the movie. He's already on the side of good. Just like, ugh. so like, I don't, I don't think Dante will. He has no align. possibility I, to align at the end. of. There's no, I, I can't even worry about that because I don't think that it's a possibility that he can do it. 
I think there's a real chance. Okay, so here's this is a this is a build up a two parter. What I want, the thing I want the most. Well, okay, the thing I really want the most is Gal Gadot back. I want oh, Giselle okay. back somehow. Okay, yeah, yeah. Via cameo or, or real life? Like you want her reintegrated? No, and- I want her in modern day back. Like she swoops in, just like how like the way that like if the trailers for Nine had not spoiled Han. And we're like, holy shit, he's back. Like, I want that kind of moment for Giselle. Okay. I also want, obviously, Hobbs to come back. Okay. I think, okay, story-wise, obviously easier for Hobbs to come back, because he's not dead. In terms of reality, easier for Giselle to come back, Al Gadot to come back, because she does not hate Vin Diesel. So, and also Wonder Woman 3 not happening. So, realistically, since I don't think that either of those are going to happen, the thing that I actually want the most is for Mr. Nobody to come back and for that, like, to figure out what the fuck is going on with this character, right? So I think the thing I would be most groan-worthy about is that if Dante becomes family, but I don't think he's going to. And I also, I would not be surprised, honestly, if Dante dies in this movie. Okay. But in a way, like, I think we need to set up a villain for Eleven. Do you think that Cypher becomes family by the end of this movie? Because we kind of saw her and Letty together in the desert. So I think that there... There's also... There, there's another, like, little... Which I have not seen yet. But there's another, like, little featurette, the Cypher-Letty fight. Like, they were really pushing that hard. But we see them, like, in that trailer. We saw them, like, in the... In the, like... Uh, what the... In the face-off machine? No, but in, like, Siberia or something, too. You know what I mean? Oh, yes. Like, in the tundra. Right. So, like, I think there's a great possibility that Cypher does align with them by the end of the movie. Would that bother you? Do you see that? So I don't, I want to know, because I feel like there's, there's such big missing pieces in terms of figuring out what's going on with Mr. Nobody's character and what's going on with Cypher's character. Yes. Like where are they actually aligned? Because I get the sense that Dante, this is just, this is not like what the franchise has been building to, like, unless the franchise, well, okay, I still... If the franchise has been building toward the family has to atone for their actions, which I feels like kind of is what like Louis Leterrier has been sort of hinting at, I don't think them stealing money from a cartel leader, like that doesn't seem important enough. Like this revenge story does not seem important enough to end a franchise with. Yeah. I agree. I think it needs to be more meaningful than that. So I don't think Momoa as Dante is the big bad, which is why I think he could like really shine bright, shine like a diamond, you know, live fast, die young, leave a beautiful looking corpse. Yeah. And not, they don't have, they can like go all out with him because they can kill him off in setting up whatever the real villain is for Eleven. Yes, I agree. Whether that's Mr. Nobody, Etion. whether that's Cypher or Etion or or Keanu in some form, who knows? You know what I mean? But like, I would be kind of bummed, honestly, if like they're like, no, Dante's like he's the big bad in like the whole franchise. It's like, why? What? Yeah, it's like Reyes is like nephew or son or something, and he's just son. mad about. I think son. Yeah, he's just mad about that they stole money from their drug dealer relative. Like that's not. I agree. I'll be disappointed. That will be a big disappointment. I agree. So were you you were saying there's like a, you're building up um, to a two parter. You were saying about Jacob or Dante. It was the double edged swords of Dante. Like if he's like really oh, if he's corny. Okay, yeah. yeah. 
And like, I'm really, ex- I'm actually really excited to see how he plays this because from the trailers, it looks like a lot of fun. And I like Jason Momoa. So I think that this is actually a really good addition. And I think that he'll be a good fit, even playing a villain. Like, I like it. So then similar, I kind of answered this question already. What cameo do you most want to see? I, I guess uh, you cameo good from one. someone who's already been in the movies and then a cameo for someone who we don't know. I also like, where's Cardi B? Like Cardi B in this movie somewhere, right? Like, where is she going to be? She possibly could be. We could get somebody new. We could get Ice Spice. Ooh. That would be a good addition. New York's hottest rapper. Yeah. We get that. That would be a nice addition. I think in reality, we're going to get a gal flashback. My dream that- cameo will be that Keanu shows up at the end and he's like, like, he's the, villain. he's the villain. Yeah. And you just see him like, like you just see his hair or something. You know what I mean? Like, where we know it's Keanu, but, like, they're like, we're not going to show you him yet, but, like, you know it's so, Keanu. Okay, so here's, here's actually a thing. Okay. In reality, I don't think they're going to cross back over with Hobbs and Shaw, because I think the bad blood is real, even though I hope it's not. Whatever. I think so, too. Yeah. I think this... Okay, so I think the movie could end on a downer. Say Dante is killed, and a family member or two gets killed. Who knows, right? But, like, just like, oh, my God. Yeah. And then, like, get whoever gets out of, like, the equivalent of Deckard getting out of the car in the credits in six, but it's, like, some, like, spaceship or whatever. Okay. And Keanu gets out, and he's just, like, this is vengeance for Etienne or something. And they're, like, oh, shit. And we're, like, oh, my God. Like, we're just, like, trying to process the grief. And Deckard's there, and Deckard goes, I know who can help with this. And then you just see a sweaty, sweaty hand pick up a phone. So, like, it's a downer ending because, like, family members die, but the audience is just, like... Dwayne's back for 11. Okay. Or just like just like a really big muscly bicep. Right? Like you see like mm-hmm. you see like a muscly t- sweaty oiled yeah. up bicep just pick up a phone like like I think that's how it could end on a downer note where like people die but also leaves the audience excited for 11 yes. where it's like you have a cool villain coming in for 11 and you get reinforcements whether that's Dwayne, whether that's Gal I think that whether it's someone I think else? A, a tiny muscle clip of the rock at the end would send me into fucking orbit. I would be so excited. Right? Yes. That's a really great ending. I like that. Maybe Leon. Yeah. <laughs> Jesse. Jesse's back. Back from the dead. Yeah. Suki. Suki would be a great addition. I would really like Suki. I know. There's a ton that we would add, but. Because I think, like, they're they're basically setting this up as part one of two, right? They've been saying for years, like, it's Fast 10, Fast 10, 2, Fast 10, 11, whatever. Like, these are the two-parter to end. I think it has to be – they've even – I think they've said, right? We've talked about, like, how it's going to end in, a, like, kind of a cliffhanger. Like, I don't think it's going to be a super satisfying ending I here. don't think so either. But I think they need to get people excited for 11 with something. And, like, the way for, – for better or worse, the way that this franchise gets people excited is – Guess who's in the movie? Yep, exactly. Guess who we got? They've done it before, a billion yeah. times over. So, like, yes, I'm with you. I, th- oh, that would get me really hyped. You get Keanu and The Rock just like end the movie. Be mm-hmm. fucking nuts. Like, I don't think it's crazy, and like that also gives Hobbs and Shaw. So, what about this? What? I don't think it's gonna happen. I don't think there's enough time. But they're like, Dex, like. I know who can help. And we see The Rock pick up the phone or whatever. And then they cut to the credits and they're like, find out where he's been in Hobbs and Shaw 2 next summer. Oh. oh, oh. Yes. 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 
I think Dinkley has a good chance of crossing over. Would love it. Yeah. I mean, Ryan Reynolds is everywhere. He'd probably pop in. You get Rob Delaney, I'm sure. He's running. He's running. He's running a football team right now. So hey, Wrexham. Yeah, they got promoted, by the way. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. So they're in the league up. They won the they won the league this year. Well, you know that like it, spoilers for that show. You know if um, I mean that's real life I sports. I know. Yeah, like it actually happened. Go ahead. If they get him back, they could also bring in Rob McElhenney. They could bring in the whole that's what I'm like, yeah. crossover with Always Sunny. Yeah, just every Charlie Day yeah. just shows up. Like whoa. Charlie Day would be a great Dinkley replacement, like the like the Fast and the Furious's Dinkley as opposed to the Hobbs and Shaw Dinkley. I mean, he's already right? he's already in Pacific Rim as basically Dinkley, and I think was he in Jurassic Park or Jurassic World, or was that somebody else? I don't remember. Who was in Jurassic World with Lauren Lapkus? I don't remember. It, I don't remember. Oh no, it was um Jake Johnson, I think. But there was like the command center where they were like monitoring situations. Lauren Lapkus, who's like from Comedy Bang Bang, like a really funny improviser. And it was her and a guy, I think it was Jake Johnson. And they were basically like the dinkly kind of man in a chair, sort of just like cracking jokes, like nerdy tech guys. Yeah, that'd yes. be pretty cool. Jurassic I Park, like that. Jurassic World was Jake Johnson. So yeah, bring in Always Sunny. Why not? Have Sweet D driving cars, driving a little scamming moped. Yeah, that would be really good. I like that. There needs to be a Razor scooter in this fucking movie, by the way. <sighs> I don't know why, but like you just said the moped thing, and I think that we need to tone it down. We need a skateboard or a razor scooter in this movie. Tony severely. Hawk. Why is Tony Hawk not in these movies? I don't know. I don't know. I guess he's the antithesis of driving, right? He is like the anti-driver. Ooh. Is he the anti-driver? He just like... I mean, we announced our theme for Next Lab, right? Planes, trains, no automobiles. Like, Did we? I think so. Now we did. I think we did. I think we did in the tune-up, I think. I think we did, too. Yeah. Do we have skateboarding movies? We might. I don't remember. There's so many movies. I don't know. Anyway, Joe, who's the fastest character going to be in 10? The fastest character in Fast. I think it's going to be Brian comes back and he's the fastest character. Ooh, wow. Whoa. I think that's why they need him, because he's going to be the fastest. We've seen a clip. We don't really know the context, but we've seen in trailers... Han and Deckard going around turns quickly. I think they're going to be like you were saying before, if they're teaming up to like take down Mr. Nobody or something, I think they're gonna they're gonna want to prove to everyone that they can work together. And I think they're gonna be both pretty fast and pretty furious. I think they're gonna be a badass team. I'm excited for that too. I am. Do you have a better answer, a different answer for who is the most furious? I think the most furious person in Fast 10 is going to be Dwayne Johnson when he realizes that he's not in these movies anymore. I think that that's, he's going to be grumbling that he went all in on Black Adam and got written out of the DCU immediately when he should just be Hobbs in Fast and the Furious and he could have had a billion dollar movie come out this summer Mm -hmm. that everybody was going to see. Yep. That's my pick for most furious person. It's going to be him watching the movie. I think Fun Furious is going to be Dante again. That's fun, yeah. I think, you know, what could be scary Furious is uh, if Tess is the most Furious. Oh, that she's, would be She fun. seems to be playing, like, because we got Alan Richardson or whoever, right, as, like, new nobody. Like, it's a new new look organization. She's like, I don't like this new thing. I like, I like the way my dad used to do it. But, like. Now, no, now that, it, now that we t- we're talking about this, I think that she double turns at the end. I think that Tess starts out with them, 
does the double turn and she's like, Mr. Nobody was the big bad the whole time. I'm working for my dad. Fuck you guys. Ooh. Boom. So that's the way that you've been in every time we've talked about these movies or this movie, you've been like, she's good. She's bad. She's good. She's bad. And like, it's just however the wind flows, classic Gemini. But now you're like, yes, this is how she gets both. She is. She good gets until both. She's bad. She's good. And then it's going to be like the big reveal at the end. Everybody's going to be like, oh, my God, didn't see that coming. And they're going to be like, Joe did. And you're like, oh. I know. Well, the beauty of this podcast is that we've done so many that, like, everything we've said, we've probably gotten most of the movie right. We've just said five times as many wrong things. <laughs> yes. I, and I also really appreciate that everybody that listens is like, they said it, and we're like, probably. We said a lot of things. We said a lot of them. Most of it really wrong. <laughs> way off. Way off base on a lot of stuff. Well, that one time that we both forgot we said the right thing, we definitely did say that right thing. We did, Yeah. Who causes the biggest explosion? I mean, Dante, Dante. he blows up the Vatican, right? Or whatever, yeah. so. Or like easy. the Colosseum or whatever, yeah. Who causes the most pedestrian deaths? Is that also Dante? Yeah, because he has that rolling ball thing we saw in the trailer. These are like alley-oop questions. There's no way he doesn't. Let's think about, like, there's a, this a new question I'm asking. Biggest stunt. Like, we did not know how they were going to go to space. They go to space in the last one. We have the vertical quarter mile down. Is that going to be the biggest stunt? Is it going to be Dom crashing helicopters into one another like we saw in the trailer? What is the biggest stunt going to be? Is it something we know or is it going to be something that's surprising to us? I think that they've saved it. I don't think that it's out there yet. I hope so. But we have a bad track record of this, remember? Because we were like, all of the big stunts are in the trailers. Mm -hmm. Pretty much. So it most likely is the like damn quarter mile vertical situation but i hope it's not that i hope that there's a bigger one that they're not showing you know, us I, yet i think i've said this before recently on this podcast specifically about this but like when mission impossible rogue nation was coming out and every trailer was like this is the movie where tom cruise hangs off the side of a plane i'm like i don't want like you're ruining the best part of the movie and that's how the movie opens like if this movie opens with him like mid-action scene like kind of like yes. in four where they're yeah. doing like tanker tanker heist and like He's driving down the dam in minute one of this movie. Be like, okay, okay, movie yeah, setting the start, setting the bar high. But they also did that. They had the like the shoot across the bridge, swing the car, grappling hook type situation in the beginning of nine. So true, very true. Maybe is there a type of stunt you want to see? Like if dream scenario, you. You and Vin Diesel's mini room, the hottest word in the writer's strike, the mini rooms, where studios are like. Why are we paying nine writers when we could pay three writers? You guys can do the work of nine, right? And they're like, no. <laughs> no absolutely not. So, Joe, yeah. you're in the mini room. You're a scab. You've crossed the picket line. You're like, I'll take money. Sure. Uh, you're in the mini room. You're pitching the Vin Diesel ideas for stunts for 10. Dream. Anything goes because you don't have to do it yet. You don't, you're not worried about like how they're going to do it. You're just pitching ideas. What do you want to see? What stunt do you want to see in Fast 10? I wanted there to be at least a six-minute scene of skateboard tricks. <laughs> Have you seen the movie Airborne? No. There is... That movie ends with... No joke. Maybe like a ten-minute downhill race that's wordless. It's just them skateboarding downhill racing for like ten minutes. That sounds sick. That's I don't want cool. that. I want them to be in a pool in a house next to 1327 that they break into. 
Jack and baby Brian break into this pool and they just do six minutes of skateboarding tricks and they get like the sickest kids that look not, I also want them to look nothing like what the characters are and we don't address that. I want them to be completely different, like, like <laughs> visibly very different than what baby Brian and Jack are at other parts of the movie. Like two kids pull up, two kids do skateboard tricks, two kids leave all different. And it's scored to Superman from Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. Yes, we were just talking about that song the other day. Actually, that's really funny. You brought that up. I mean, it's the it's the best skateboarding song. Yes, it is. I want to see something with the ocean, and I don't think I'm just saying that because Mo is Aquaman. But I think like we've Surfing? done space. Let's go underwater. Or boats, boats, not submarines, but boats. Well, no, I want I want I want racing on the bottom of the ocean. You want them driving on the bottom of the ocean. Uh-huh. Tej is like, we're going to need a car that rides on the bottom of the ocean. And you're like, okay. Tom's like, remember in seven when I'm like, it's not just about being fast this time. Do it again, but now with boats, but not boats. Swimming. It's all about swimming. This is all about optimism, pessimism. Best case scenario. Where. If this movie is. If it's your dream version of Fast 10. Yeah. Where will this rank for you right now? I don't remember when you did these rankings, maybe after lap 10. You yeah. have Fast 5, then Tokyo Drift, then The Fast and the Furious, then 6, then I think Hobbs 4. I think 4. 4 is the highest it could possibly go. If it if it got into the top 3, it would be like this is probably the best movie ever made. 531. Yeah, cuz that has to permeate both like great movies and also nostalgia, right? Yeah, it w- it would have to be like world-breaking. Because I have five, one, three, six, seven. I think it could pass seven. I think it could pass six. Where like I still think six is a lot of fun, but I think six is like. A, so you're a dead on with me. Five. I think four. Yeah. Again, we have the same top three. three in a different order. Yeah. Which I think is probably every every movie from here on out. It's just like you're not going to be better than five, and you're not going to be more fun or old timey, old school than one or three. Right. So. Yep. But all the other ones are fair game. I think so. Uh, that's like most optimistically, that's where it can fall. Yeah. Are there other, that's that's all the questions that we've asked in past episodes. Is there anything else, any other thoughts you have, any ideas you want to share, questions you want to answer, things you want to get out there that we could once again prove to the world, hey, look, Too Fast said it. No, I just want, I want to fucking confirm that Mr. Nobody's the big bad, and I just don't know how. That, that's what I want. I want this to happen. I, I know they've been listening to us. Oh, here's a question. Here's a question. Speaking of Mr. Nobody, because Mr. Nobody in nine, not in the current timeline at all. There's just a video playing that they find that one video and there's flashbacks with Han. I get the sense. I think we've talked about this on here before from the trailers. There's going to be a lot of flashbacks in this movie. Okay. Yes. What do you think we're going to see flashbacks from like every we're obviously going to get a lot of flashbacks from five of like where Dante was, they're going to CGI him in or whatever, like recreate those scenes. It looks like there's the tunnels from four, you know, we're probably going to get Han dying again in Tokyo Drift for some reason. They're going to retcon that again because they do that in every movie. Yeah. Do you think we'll get flashbacks to every movie or, or do you think we'll get flashbacks that are brand new that don't, that don't tie into any movie? Like, what do you see? Like, how are they going to use multiple timelines in this movie? I think we're just going to get we're going to get flashbacks from a couple movies and things that possibly weren't in the movies, but like were like the assumed things. You know what I mean? They're going to like give you like a conversation between Brian and Dom that like 
like oh you're like oh this is a sweet conversation that they had but it like doesn't really mean anything but just like as a random flashback to like push the store story forward type situation okay i don't think the flashbacks are gonna be that meaningful to be honest you don't think so no i think it's gonna be more like brian fodder type situation <sighs> i hope not i mean you know like I they're gonna it. be like brian's gonna be like don't forget Reyes had that son, and he might come for you. And they're going to be like, oh my god, I remember when Brian said that. You know, like, it's going to be shit like that. I mean, the whole, like, the whole franchise does set up father and son stuff, right? Like, so having Brian and Jack and Dom and B and maybe, you know, more flash, maybe we'll get more flashbacks with the actors from Nine, where of young Jacob and young Dom and their dad, right? Like... I would hope that was pretty cool. I that would be cool to continue them like that. That would be awesome. I think that's like best case scenario for me. So, I'm excited. I'm I'm always like a little nervous with these new movies because like number one, we're gonna watch this twice a year forever, basically. Pretty much, yeah. And like three or four times the next four to six weeks, probably. Yep. So it, I hope it's good. I also just worry because like we spend so much time and care so much about these movies that like if it's not good, it's gonna be like. Oh man, like this thing that we I don't like think it can't. We... I don't think it could be bad. I think it could be disappointing to us. I don't think that it could be like actually bad, like unwatchable. I don't think that there's a world that it can be. Un- there's just too many people involved. Well, that's the thing. It's like movies that I don't like now that come out now that I don't like aren't really bad. They're just like blah. Yeah, like Super Mario Brothers is not a bad movie, but it's just boring. And, like, I don't think this movie could ever be boring. I think it could just be, like, oh. There's right. always going to be stuff in it that we like, too. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, I, yeah, I, I'm optimistic. You're right. I'm cautious, but optimistic. But I am I lean optimism every time. So. Yes. Good. So, this Thursday late, because we're seeing the movie at, like, 8.30, I think. So, we're going to get out of there at, like, 11, 11, 15, 11.30, depending. And yep. so, you and I will record a thing quickly in our car, in my yep. car. We don't yep. share a car in my car. And then that would be will... awkward. We live very far away. Uh, I have the car this weekend. Can you it's bring like a it child down here? So we will record like a quick eight or 10 minute. Like we're so excited. We're in the parking lot. Uh, kind of thing. I will edit it quickly on my laptop and I will put it out from the parking lot there. So you should have it Thursday night. If you want to get a quick hit, quick bite in by the time avoid... you're out of the movie. Yeah. We're going to avoid spoilers. And but then, I'm saying, like, if you watch the movie, you can come out and listen to it on your drive home, most likely. Yep. And then Friday, we will have our spoiler-filled reaction for all of you. Between now and then, Joe, we've got a bonus episode for the patrons, which will actually probably be out by the time this episode hits the main feed. We're doing Equilibrium, which is Josh Buckley's patron pick for this lap. Yep. And he, there's a reason he picked it for the Vin Diesel lap. We'll talk about that on the bonus episode, so... Go to TooFast2Forever.com if you want to hear that and all other 36. This will be episode 37 bonus episodes. Damn, that's a bunch, dude. It's a very big, very big bunch. And then next Tuesday, one week from today, there's all these other episodes we're doing in between. But next Tuesday will be the Road to Paloma movie that we talked about on the Right on Track. It's the Momoa as a Biker movie. So, oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. You, It's, it's going to be weird because you and I are going to record that episode before we see Fast 10, but it's going to come out to everyone basically after they see Fast 10. So, you know. Okay. We're going to be in the middle ground, and then we'll have the bonus episode. With we're Mike. doing the Fast and Furious uh, chronology of the, of the watch, of the releases. Yeah. Where nothing really makes sense, but it kind of makes sense. 
Yeah. And then our Fast 10 second gear episode with the Mikester, and then Life in the Fast Lane, and then Fast 10 third gear. So we have, this is, it's too much. Between now, the day we're recording, well, no, okay, in the next two weeks, we have six episodes coming out. It's a no, lot. Sorry. Seven episodes coming out. It's, it's a lot. That's a, that's a, quite a bit. It's quite a bit. So, yeah. and only one of them, Equilibrium, will be a bonus episode. Everything else can be on the main feed. So, thank you for listening. If you want to subscribe, there's going to be, I, I, I really do think, like, I think, I'm not going to say anything bad, just in case what? he's listening. But, okay. the Vin Diesel lap was a lap. It was a lap. See, you like using that. That's a good... I'm glad you're adopting it. It I'm, was a lap. I'm using it to be kind. I do too. That's what you say. Like, it. that was that was a presentation. But I work. think next lap, the Planes, Trains, No Automobiles lap, with all of the patron picks, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be a very diverse lap. And I think if you're not a patron, if you're not too fast, too forever.com, Now's the I'm time. not. I'm not in charge of your finances. Do whatever you got to do. I think the five dollar a month, month, dollar, dollar month gets you in the month. door. I think five dollars a month, ten dollars a month is kind of a cool sweet spot. Plus, you also help the show get going. If you sign up, we can both get a popcorn bucket shaped like Dom's car. Oh, that's true. Yeah, Joey that and I won't have to share the share our car and the popcorn bucket. And we leave it in the trunk when we deliver oh, the car. We back share, we, the shared car with the shared popcorn car. Yes. Anyway, thank you for listening. For all things Too Fast, you've already got cageclub.me, facebook.com slash Too Fast, Too Forever, or at Too Fast, Too Forever on Twitter and Instagram and YouTube. Email us, family at cageclub.me. Oh, vote, vote, vote at cageclub.me slash vote. Yep, do that. Check out our Patreon page. Join the family at Too Fast, Too Forever.com and our store at cageclub.me slash shop. Go see Fast 10. Come back on Thursday for our spoiler-free review, our Friday for our spoiler-filled review, Next Tuesday for Road to Paloma. Next Friday for Fast 10 once again. And equilibrium in between all of that. Only on TooFastToForever.com. I'm Joey Lewandowski. I'm Joe Too. And we will tell you all about it. When we see you again. After Fast 10. Yep. <laughs>